Welcome to Logos. Today I am talking to the creator of Modern Warrior Health. He is himself trying to define a optimized way of living and we go into details of how he tries to accomplish this and maybe where our ideas overlap in terms of finding an optimal way of living and perhaps even more important how one can accomplish this. First, it may be interesting, um, what has gotten you into starting such content? Um, well, I think it started because I wasn't really happy with myself, like basically how my life went. So I just started to um, look up things, uh, look up things, and try different stuff, and see what made me feel better. And how do you think um, you were able to differentiate between what is right and um, like separating the wheat from the chaff? Because of course, there's a lot of information out there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Like um, that's also one thing I want to do with the page is just um, get different concepts, like try different concepts and then have everyone to find the stuff that works for them individually. And I think the way you find out is if like, basically if it makes you feel better or not uh, as simple as that. Yeah. That's, that's of course a good attempt. Um, personally, I find it is very helpful um, to go into discourse on such ideas. Um, of course, you can try to um, talk to others with different opinions and kind of look well, who wins in a debate or simply um, thinking about it oneself because I think we tend to get kind of um, so attached to our own beliefs, we don't question them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also one thing why I, um, why I didn't make the page like with my personal name like some people do and call myself coach, uh, coach and my name, because if uh, if it's about a concept that's um, not myself like something externally, I can if I come across new information I can uh, change and I can say all right I said that like 
three months ago I said that and but now I found this study or I had that thought process and now I think about it in another way so I can change it it's not um, tied to my identity and it's way easier to have the information evolve constantly yeah that's that's a very important point and especially when fin financial incentives get into this it happens really quickly that even when presented with um, contradictory information that more successful like for example coaches um, cannot back off from their own um, claims yeah yeah especially when it comes to things like diet like i see that a lot with the the um the instagram pages about diets like when they call themselves vegan something for example they yeah, can't like it, it already excludes the fact that it might not be the best diet whatsoever but they can't really put it out there because it will destroy their whole page like in an instant and that's not what i want to do i want to be basically as open as possible to every idea every concept every new information so i can i constantly have the best stuff that i find in every uh, area of life that is important to me um, and always have the best um, like the best thing that is available right now yeah that's great so i'd like to first of all get maybe a bit more into um what you actually are trying to talk about and then maybe from there move into how one may be able to present this in a way that as well enables people to act upon the information so maybe you could start with explaining a bit what is your view on the important things in life especially of course health related and what can one do to maybe quickly find improvement yeah that's a great uh, a great point like basically why i started the page um i i call that the reason why i called it modern warrior health is um because our modern culture is pretty pretty weak uh, it's it's just like that it's pretty weak uh, i grew up in that culture uh, and it affected myself as a as a person and especially as a as a man and I just like just want to find ways in in, uh, yeah, in our modern time to have that like that warrior inside of us to I don't know like reignite it through positive suffering. Um, a post I put out lately, it's like cold showers, for example, cold baths, or doing combat sports, doing heavy weightlifting, and fighting through the pain so you make yourself hard again or not not as not really hard is not the right word just strong like suffering in the in the right way makes us strong and i think that's what we need yeah i believe um, with this idea it is important to differentiate because many people i believe cannot see the difference between suffering and sacrifice and this what are you talking what you are talking about is this kind of dedication to something to such a degree that you are willing to endure great pain to get there and from a standpoint of for example taking cold showers this 
quickly um, flows into other aspects of life because um, the, the fundamental psychoanalytic literature is all about if you expose yourself to something that you are afraid of, then you get stronger. And yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, um, the funny thing about that is that's something I um, found out myself, like, let's say, within the last two years is, like, I, I was really uh, a really sad person. And um, I thought, okay, if I want to, if I want to feel better, if I want to be happy, I have to do the things that make me feel good um, in an instant, like instant gratification. Like, um, I tried to pursue happiness, but um, like my ex-girlfriend that I've had like three years, two and a half years ago, uh, helped me a lot with that because she said, you can't um, pursue happiness for the sake of happiness. Like it doesn't work. Um, so I found if, if I do things that make me like not feel bad right now, like I wouldn't say taking a cold shower makes me feel bad. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. But in the long term, through doing things um, on my own free will that I don't really want to do because they are uncomfortable, uh, somehow it makes me feel better, though, because I know, I know I, I've conquered something and I think conquering myself is like one of the strongest um, things that can give me good feelings like that's the thing and that's a standpoint where I'm at right now and maybe it changes in the future maybe I find something better but I think that that's it right now yeah um, I believe that's a great idea and um, how have you seen the change was it like you've started with such things and then quickly a lot of things changed or was it like you you tried and then you you failed and had kind of a relapse and then tried more how was the process um like it's it's the same with all the uh, long-term things i had to start uh, invest first like do things first and um do them for a while without seeing any um seeing any results but after a while you 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 see results and that's also uh, also a trap at the same time like let's take meditation for an example when i regularly regularly like on a daily basis when i on a daily basis do my meditation i just feel better i just feel more calm in my everyday life and then at some point this happened a lot of times to me already at some point i was like all right i, I feel good I'm like and then i lost the drive to do the uh, the meditation daily then I, I stopped doing it daily after a while i didn't feel that good anymore i started it again and after a while i was like oh i feel the benefits uh, i dropped it again a little bit and this is this is also a trap like it's the same with um eating healthy i can't just eat healthy for half a year and then eat crap the rest of my life and hope to stay healthy i have to eat healthy um almost every day or in the best case every day of my life to stay healthy it's not something i can accumulate and then have it stored and it stays like that it's the same with weightlifting if i want to keep my muscles i have to train every day if i want to keep my like combat skills i have to train them every day or at least 
four or five times a week. And it's the same with if I want to have a calm mind, I need to do my meditation daily. So yeah, all those things, it's at first you, I didn't really see um, immediate results. It takes a it takes a while, but um, I can't really tell you, to be honest. I think uh, a lot of things came together. I, I would say start with the physical. Like the physical is the easiest to, to grasp. It's the most tangible thing. And with the physical, I mean, like everyone's, everyone says this, uh, but it's true. Start weightlifting, eat good food. Um, do combat sports, like I would include combat sports, uh, it's such a huge benefit for me. Um, so yeah, it's the most, it's the easiest thing to start with because you can you can see it and it, I think it gives you the most, the quickest results, yeah. Well, and it's something you're not dependent on. You know, the changing one's mindset is no simple task. Um, because you're, when you're in a habit of going through phases of sometimes being in a, in a rush of motivation and then rather a nihilistic um, state of mind, then you won't make progress. But I'm, I find this to be really interesting. But as you mean, say, changing the physical environment is so incredibly worthwhile because even if you maybe eat unhealthy for once or um, you do something you shouldn't then maybe your, your progress you can rely on that and you maybe still have a great physique and you still have a surrounding of good relationships and a meaningful pursuit that you are working on that you can fall back on even when you make a mistake. Yeah, like the, the reason why I would start with the physical is because um, I think hormones play a big part, especially in, in uh, the males. And um, I had this feeling uh, when I was eating shit food, when I didn't um, work out, like I couldn't even start to... Um, control my my thoughts or my emotions um it, it felt like i couldn't even really get a hold of them and and then when i started to eat better to train so my testosterone went up all my uh, other hormones um went in the right range I, I like i could feel for the first time hey i really have control over my thoughts my emotions like not controlling them but being able to to deal with them and i think that's uh, that's the re also a reason why why I would um, recommend to start with the physical is because if if like if you build a house and you use shitty materials <laughs> you can't sit inside the house and feel um, feel like it's a place where you want to live if, if the house is shit you you shouldn't start with like putting nice pictures on the wall or I don't know start um, yeah basically what you do at home what makes you feel good at home but if the house is shit if the roof is leaking you don't have to start with all of that. Just build your house first. And that's the physical thing. Like build your body, feed it well. So all the processes inside your body can start working for you and not against you. I, I find this myself to be very true. Um, my personal 
kind of process was really just starting in the moment I, and this is for me personal, of course, but when I started a ketogenic diet, because suddenly as I fasted for a couple of days, just food completely went off my mind. And before on a typical bodybuilding diet, I was rather, yeah, just being really into this because of course my physical gave me the sensation of you are going to have to eat. Um, and that just went away. So that's just an example of how we are controlled by, yeah, our physical sensations. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, for example, right now I'm on a carnivore diet. Like I eat, I would say 90, 95% animal products. And I just feel amazing. Like I can eat, I don't know, half a kilogram steak and 10 eggs. And I, I, after that, I feel fresh. I feel good. I don't feel like when, let, for example, when I eat a cake or some cookies, if I do, I'm just lazy. I don't have the energy. After that, I feel like I want to go to bed and sleep. It doesn't happen when I eat animal products. I don't know why, but that's, that's another point. I have constant energy throughout the day. Like right now, I do OMAD. I only eat one meal a day. Most days, depends on when my training is because um, I don't want to eat that much before training. So I split it in two meals. Um, but yeah, even, even with just one meal a day, I have constant energy throughout the day. It's like, I've never had the experience that before, before trying the carnivore diet. So for me right now, that's the diet I, I follow. And that's the diet I recommend. Maybe it changes in the future. As, as I said, I, I've tried vegan before. I've tried vegetarian before. I've tried basically everything that's out there right now. Um, at the moment, it's the carnivore diet for me. But yeah, that's that's what you said. Basically, like you have constant energy, and that's such an important part. And if the physical doesn't provide it for you, you have such a disadvantage um, trying to get energy. Like if your body doesn't provide it, you have to fight against your body all the time, and it's just a uh, you can't keep up with that for long. So from, from my standpoint, since I do pretty similar stuff to what you just said, it would be really simple to understand this. But here I think is the difficulty of kind of sharing this message. Because if you, if you were somebody who would right now be rather on a, on a vegan um, diet and you came along for my or your content um, the the ideological gap is so wide that yeah. if if you're not open to new ideas you you won't even listen and this kind of um, polarization is seen right now not only in the health space but of course um, greatly politically and it's just, it's really difficult. Um, maybe a good analogy would like would be like you're, you're speaking a different language and you can't even communicate. Yeah, yeah, people don't even listen. Like, uh, for example, I, like I said, I'm on a carnivore diet right now, but I still follow some vegan pages on Instagram just because sometimes they put something out that's not related to food, but to other health stuff. 
and that I've never seen somewhere else before. So I'm like, hey, if they have some information that is that could be valuable to me or um, that I could use somehow to improve myself, I want to know about that. Even though it's a vegan page and I'm not a vegan anymore, um, doesn't matter to me. But uh, I think some people, like for example, they if they come on the Modern Warrior Health Instagram page and they see a post that I've made that uh, I recommend the vegan diet, uh, the carnivore diet, sorry, they, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to look at the other information he's put out because he's, he, he recommends carnivore and I'm a vegan. So all the other stuff he says uh, can't be true for me as well. And I think that's a big, like, yeah, it's a big problem because it basically slows down um, the development that someone could have if they would just say, all right, let's, let's at least consider it. Like you don't have to do it, but at least have an open mind and look at the information that is out there. I know that's not easy. I fall in the trap as well, but I always try to get out of there. Yeah. Well, critically thinking is, is really difficult. I'm currently into uh, reading a lot of Carl Jung for um, psychology and oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he talks about there are critical so the difference between critical and typical thinking and that a typical thinker doesn't really think but rather just has these ideas that he follows and um i think it was it was nietzsche who said it but we are all an exponent of a um that philosopher unconsciously and I believe that to be completely true because of course your ideas have to come from somewhere you can't fully control them because everything you try to control you control with your philosophy that stems from the past yeah um, yeah so but but you have this kind of free will because you can consciously decide whether you want to do this and so so to to come to the point how, how you could spread this message, because of course that's the most important. Uh, we both can try our best to personally pursue this, but if we were rare to um, try to help others, um, we can't do that without explaining the why. Um, so my approach, I believe, um, would be to start with the most basic presupposition that everyone can follow and because maybe you have a vegan who really cares about their health they just have a different idea but then i mean the largest camp of people i i don't think you see a lot of vegan people that are obese or because you can basically you can't really eat so many calories if you <laughs> if you're not on a completely processed diet on yeah a true true so but, but this camp, of course, is way larger. And I hear a lot of people that are rather have this attitude of just generally um, being opposed to the idea of restricting their food and this kind of quality of life over quantity of life. And I believe there the idea has to come in that, like you've talked about before, if you just lessen the pursuit of pleasure, then your life becomes better. And this is kind of the idea I've seen you talk about this um, with what Jaco Willink is sharing, which is, it's a really basic idea, um, but first of all, seems pretty contradictory with 
discipline equals freedom. It, mm. it kind mm. of, it, first of all, it doesn't really seem to make sense because you restrict yourself in order to be free. But if you think about it in a larger sense, it's, um, yeah, it, it frees you from the, all the options that kind of lure you in. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I haven't heard, heard it that way before. That's, yeah, I don't have anything to add, <laughs> man. That's, good. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, thanks. That's great. Um, so, of course, you, you share your content in that manner. Um, um, how would you go about explaining someone why they should even bother improving? Um, I've, I, I, well, yeah, that's, that's a great point. I would say you, if someone doesn't want to, like if they don't see the need or, or the why for them themselves, there's no, no, like no way in trying to force them into it. Like if, if, if someone comes across a, an Instagram page that promotes like the self-development, um, self-help stuff, and that person is like yeah no i feel great they're not going to do it and that, that's okay if they if they really feel great maybe they don't need it if they feel shit and they don't want to do anything about it there's no point uh, nothing you can do so only people that uh, that are at a point in their life where they say something doesn't feel right like i i don't want to keep on going like that i want to change something i don't know what and they keep uh, they start looking for stuff and then they come across pages information email um, newsletters whatever youtube videos those are the people that will do progress so it's again it's an individual thing like if if you know you want to change something you will find stuff that will help you to do that it's just as easy as that and nowadays i think that's also a great thing uh, with the the online market or the internet basically the bad stuff uh, that doesn't work that well it just disappears over time and the good stuff will prevail and so the information you will find to better yourself will always get better and better but there, there's a really crucial thing here and in the current development i think we have to be incredibly careful because if we are not then uh, this can be really dangerous um, free speech is the most important concept, for example, in the Constitution of America for a reason. Because, yeah. like you said, the information in a, in a sane and healthy society will separate itself out itself. But if you um, manipulate it in order to have your information to be perceived as the truth, it becomes really dangerous because this is exactly how you can push your ideology. And in every single case of tyranny or decay of our, um, yeah, kind of Western civilization, we've, we've seen the start with um, either the burning of books or some kind of restriction on free speech. And this is kind yeah. of what, what we're seeing currently on social media, which I, which I perceive of as really crucial. Yeah, it's a really dangerous thing. Like people always, like everyone learns 
that a, a, mon a monopoly in the free market um, is not a good thing. But um, every government is basically a monopoly uh, in that territory. And if a government decides to, I don't know, put some guidelines in place like we see it right now, you don't really have um, another, like, let's say another government provider to choose from because it's a monopoly. So if they put something out there and you don't obey, you get fined or whatever. And yeah, it's the same with if they if they try to restrict information, like who knows um, who knows what it doesn't really matter what kind of information they restrict. It's just about the fact that they do it. Like even if, if even if they would really do it for our best, it wouldn't be for our best because uh, some new idea could come along that's better than what they um, put out there, and it wouldn't get through because they would restrict it. So exactly. it, it stops development. Or, or even when there are bad ideas, it's, it's better to, to have them overtly seen um, than to restrict them. As you see, for example, right now, politically, when banning Donald Trump, it's, it's, and, and that's, it's not really from the governance side, but rather from, yeah, social media, but that's kind of, of the influence maybe on an equal or even higher level because they they pretty much control what information we have access to and in, even if you adopt the standpoint um and i don't want to get really politically here but if you were to no, say, I, I i get you but it, it it really is also a political yeah thing. of course like I, I don't want to talk about politics too much as well but it is um but it's 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 if you were to adopt um okay all the ideas he is putting out uh, are awful and nobody should follow them. And then you ban them. It's kind of the complete... Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of screaming, he's right and we're evil. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really dangerous, I believe. It's the same with the, uh, the so-called conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Like, if, if they were just complete nonsense, like if you would say... Um, it rains because some guy <laughs> flies around in the sky with a, <laughs> a bathtub and he throws down um, he throws down water. Like nobody would uh, censor that information because everyone would say that's ridiculous. So the only reason why they try to um, <laughs> yeah, try to get rid of or, or label them as crazy conspiracy theories is because they could be potentially dangerous to the system they want to create or whatsoever. So. Uh they don't but, argue with the facts that the, um, that the but, theories put out. They just like label them as something stupid, try to get rid of them, but that's not the right way. That's not how you have like information evolving and developing. Well, that's kind of like this, this postmodern way. Um, when, you, when you see language not to be as means to um, have civil discourse, but rather kind of like a, a way to manipulate and gain power, then you can use words in whatever fashion you like. And for example, if you label everyone who's to the right of you to be a Nazi and everyone to, yeah. the, left, to the left of you to be a communist, then, um, then these words don't really have their meaning. And if these, um, the actual meaning is needed, 
then you can't really use that words because yeah they they aren't really useful and to come back to this would be overtly um obvious when you would say um pouring down water from the sky um there's actually a um kind of comedy side that is um bringing out um like political comedy and they were um signaled with uh, being fake news even though they were completely obviously just um making fun of politics yeah yeah i i love to watch bill burr or louis ck because those guys they just put the finger um where the finger needs to be but in a in such a like yeah in the comedic way so people listen to them and they start thinking about it yeah and that's a really great great way uh nowadays to to approach it because yeah a lot of people just get labeled as something and nobody listens to them anymore and um humor is great because nobody yeah. nobody can argue against it if you have to laugh you can't laugh you can't laugh at someone uh, that you hate so you you have to kind of accept that um yeah you kind of like them and that's that's um i, I love it uh, yeah i also have a, a like a a post that i want to put out um in the near future about humor because um i've also read uh, articles about the the roman legions and they how they how they um decided who gets to be a like a warrior for their for their troops and a big um a very important point was they needed to have humor because humor makes everything easier it makes everything more bearable so especially like let's say you're you're a young soldier and you you got drafted to go to the front in world war one or two if you if you have a sense of humor you it's even though it's um a really fucked up situation it's a lot easier to deal with it so yeah that's also i want to put like a post out there how how you can like everyone has their own humor but it makes stuff easier to deal with especially if you can laugh about yourself like everyone says laugh about yourself but i think there's a little bit more to it but i'm not i haven't really figured out the concept for myself so I'm not, that's why i didn't put it out yet um then right right there uh, i really find this interesting um because the um, what you just said you 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 want to understand the idea before you share it and i believe yeah that, that yeah. is really really important um we we kind of of course from from a young age on we get exposed to infinite amount of ideas and we ourselves so that the things we actually believe kind of make up a really small percentage of what we actually say or kind of share so if you if you aren't and i'm maybe we can go into that as well if you aren't honest then it's um really difficult to to differentiate between your ideas and ideas that you've just heard of so mm. i i think mm. it's it's great to first kind of really um incorporate a, a concept into your own life before you before you share it yeah yeah 
that's uh, that makes every idea better because everyone has their individual take on it everyone adds uh, little pieces takes um, some pieces away um, has a different like perspective on it um, like uh, Bruce Lee said for his uh, Jeet Kune Do system like add things that work take things away that don't work and like make it your own style in the end so yeah um what, what else did i want to say yeah that's uh, like sometimes it seems like the information on my page is a little bit um random but i always put out what i in my own life what is important for me at the moment so like the last post or the second last post was about getting out of bed because like like roughly two weeks ago, I, I really had problems to get up at 5 a.m. and do my stuff that I want to do in the morning. So <laughs> I just put a, um, um, I just look at ways how I could get up. Like simple, uh, the most simple thing is put the phone further away or your alarm clock. Like put it in another room, uh, but you can still hear it, and you have to get up to shut it off. So you're already out of bed. Yeah. So <laughs> great. Like a. Uh, I personally, yeah. I, I personally, I have an incredibly bright light and I put it right next to my alarm clock. So I just put on the light and then I, I could never sleep again. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's also I a great idea. But I haven't heard about that before. Yeah. But, but this, this kind of honesty is really because there's no, nobody in this world who gets up easily. Of course, if you were to, to sleep naturally until you wake up, that's another thing. But we have this naturally of course we want to sleep more then maybe it's optimal for our health and so it's really relatable when you talk about this other other than saying maybe if you want to manipulate the language saying oh i have i've never problems of getting out of bed which yeah then nobody yeah. can relate to that yeah that's not true man like i don't know maybe uh Chuckle Willing, he, he he never failed to get out of bed. I don't know, but um, not everyone is is like has that level of I don't know discipline, dedication, and it's not necessary as long as like yeah, we we aren't perfect, we aren't machines. Like there will be a day where you lay in bed, your alarm clock goes off, and you're like you're talking to yourself to like that's also uh, a thing that I found to be helpful to talk my, uh, to myself in the morning like if I lay there same as uh, Marcus Aurelius did he talked to himself he was like I don't want to get out of bed yeah but but I should or he talked to uh, himself in the as a like he would talk to a friend he said yeah but you should get out of bed there's like heaps of stuff you have to do there's you can do great things today if you get out now you will have a lot of drive and um, yeah it's one you will fail like that's that's just how it is like there will be a day where you don't do it but then uh, see what went wrong and uh, make some adjustments and then get back at it and try it again and try some different things and you will succeed again it's easy as that yeah well we we have to accept that we aren't perfect yeah and that's that's a big point yeah it's this is as well it's it's what makes human because um, I thought about it a lot and it seems like animals, as far as they can be, they would be quote unquote perfect because it, 
they everything they can do they do because they don't think yeah but 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 we have capacity of actively making choices so you couldn't if you would calculate everything i ever did and in the future you couldn't say with a hundred percent accuracy what i am going to do of course my habits and my personality indicate something but i have the choice and i have free will of doing something different and but that as well opens up i can either do it right or i can do it wrong and I believe the the highest good you could achieve. So the ideal life would be <laughs> to actually do everything exactly in the way you your consciousness tells you to. And it it's it's unbelievable this idea how how far you could come with that. Of course, Christianity um, and Religion, I believe, is always a good indicator of what humans have kind of thought of the ideal for long times. Um, there, it displays in Jesus being kind of this embody yeah. embodiment of how we could be if we were to do everything perfect. And it's, I think, there's nothing, nothing that ma makes life better than trying to come to this ideal yeah i think uh i don't know if i'm i'm right about this because uh, again there's a lot of different and contradictory information about that out there as well like i think the way the church tells us about jesus is not how he really was like i've read stuff he was more he was like basically a warrior like um he said um Maybe I quote this wrong, but uh, something in the way of um, trade your last uh, piece of clothes for a sword so you can defend yourself. You can um, stand up for what is right for yourself and you, you can fight for it. So, yeah, if, if that is true, like then basically he was a warrior fighting for the right thing. <laughs> and um, that's a good idea, idea to strive for. And of course, you don't always need a sword to fight. Ideas, no, ideas are way stronger. If you have, if you can influence people to fight for you, you won't need a sword. And um, this is this is this is what really had had me um, jaw dropping because I've always heard from the stories kind of that the um, the meek shall inherit the earth, and the word meek from the Greek uh, it, it's commonly said to be like. Uh, a synonym of weak or the um, kind of like the the ones that are nice and humble, um, but in reality, it rather means kind of like the strong that are able to control their strength. And that's that's a whole difference because it's it doesn't say it's like you should be weak, but it says you should be strong, but you should have yourself under control yeah um one like one quote i think that fits what you what you're saying is um i, I really like that quote um again i i'm not um like i'm just paraphrasing yeah 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 um it's something in the way of if you have um your intellectual people um that do all the thinking but they are not 
they don't learn to fight, you will have um, uh, you will have weak and scared people do thinking. And if you have just dumb soldiers, they are not good uh, strategic warriors. So you, that's also a thing. Like I was um, a really skinny guy um, when I was younger. I didn't have a lot of uh, muscular strength. I didn't know how to defend myself, but I always was um, really like thinking a lot and like I had good grades in school. I'm not saying that's a, an intelligence thing, but um, yeah, it, it, co it correlates. It does. Yeah, but I was like, I was like always feeling like something was missing, you know. And um, now that I I started to train as well, like uh, getting stronger and f uh, learning to how to fight. It, it makes my thinking better as well because I don't know how to describe it really, but the, 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 the quote is true. Like, if, if, you, um, if you're a good person like, and, and you want to stand for the right things, but you can't really, like nobody, no other guy respects you because you look like you, you can be broken easily. It, it doesn't, doesn't do you any good. Like, you can't really you can't do anything with your good intentions you know what i'm like kind of well, trying to say it's kind of um, hypocrisy because for example if you were to <laughs> imagine somebody who 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 quotes himself to be a motivational speaker or somebody like an intellectual but their self they they aren't really um embodying these ideas it it You, you don't earn the trust of the people yeah and that yeah it's and that of course especially when you try to share your philosophy you have to play this out yourself for example <laughs> i i have a real difficulty I, i i want to enable others to follow these same ideas i i perceive of as the ideal which for me constitutes as we were talking about not only physical capacity to live as healthy and as long as possible, um, then, of course, educational um, ability and, yeah, relationships and a worthwhile pursuit to, to share or do something with your capability. But if you only have one of them and you try to lecture other people on What they should do, I don't. I don't think um, you're in that position. No, no, it's uh, yeah. It, it, it's if some if somebody who's really skinny wants to tell you how to lift weights, for example, like you're not going to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and it, it, that's also um, that's also a problem. That, like as it's the online. Like there's so much information out there and that's a really good thing. You have access to so much information, like more than ever before. But at the, at the same time, the disadvantage is you don't, um, there's no personal connection. So everyone can tell you how great they are and what they do. Uh, but you can't really feel their vibe. Like if you, if you meet a person face to face and they tell you something, you can, you somehow know if they are talking about this from, like really from a place where they they are true about this, where they know what they're talking about, or if they're just repeating something they've heard, but online you can't really tell. So there's always, that's why I um, try to be 
as honest as possible with the page. That's also why I didn't put my name there. So I can, it's easier for me to be honest about like being uh, not perfect. Um, but like they always try to project that perfect ideal, but that's nothing you, that's not um, something you can reach. So it will make you feel miserable in the end because you feel like, oh man, I have to reach that ideal, but I, I will never be good enough. Yeah, you will never be good enough because it's an ideal. That's why it's called an ideal. Huh. But, so it's not a healthy I, way to do it that way. But I, I would uh, really strongly disagree. It's uh, you, you should be you should be okay with who you are, because you can change that. But you still should strive as as far uh, to this to to be this ideal as you oh, yeah. can. Yeah. It's and. And it's, it's rather a blessing that you can never be there because imagine achieving all your goals. Um, Fyodor Dostoevsky has, has um, I believe, uh, really explained this perfectly. Um, he's written about like, if, if we had everything we could ever wish for and everything we would have to do is we produce and eat cake, um, <laughs> we would still uh, find a way to destroy something Just so it is interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, because so you don't get positive emotion from reaching a goal. You, you get it from um, pursuing a goal. And that's kind of, I think, the optimal way of life is to kind of aim at a North Star that you can never get to. But as long as you're making progress towards it, um, you're getting this sensation of, what you could call happiness yeah great point yeah i have to agree with that now that you put it like <laughs> I, that i think you wanted to say that but it was just differently expressed <laughs> now uh, yeah yeah probably like the, um i think albert einstein he said um you should always be in motion like something like that um if you stop um Yeah, if you like, if, if you always have something to strive for, there's always a direction. So that's what I um, what I meant with the one post uh, with the the purpose um, purpose fixes everything. That quote from uh, Casey Sander. He's a he has a really good YouTube channel. Um, and if if you have a like a goal or a direction, a purpose, a mission. That's um, something that's a bit out of your out of your league right now. To say you you get better through pursuing that thing, and that's uh, something that gives you a lot of fulfillment. Like that's that's how it is for me. But I think that's uh, something everyone wants in some form or another. Well, as I said, you need something to do, otherwise you you can't have any positive emotion and. If you're so um, opposed to pursuing something that is long-term, um, makes you long-term happy, then you, you're just um, bound to, well, either pursue just this kind of immediate gratification um, or the, the, the last option would be uh, suicide. Because oh, yeah. if, if life has no, no meaning for you, then there is no reason to live. And it's, 
it you were talking about kind of like online you always see this uh, everyone shares their perfect side well it, it kind of yeah you you lose the connection to how it really is if you only compare to the ideal um and for example there the it, it's so frightening um it seems as the the um the better our environment is and the i mean the progress we've made in western civilization is so unbelievable and people don't really understand that and just <laughs> seem to search for something to complain about and i've i've read something along the lines especially with covid that um one in four young adults are um thinking about suicide currently and it it is it's unbelievably um saddening i think and but kind of like as well a motivation to try to share this message that i think we both are really committed to yeah the um i think uh, uh always a good way to check how you um how you treat yourself or how you can treat yourself better is how would you treat a good friend like you wouldn't expect from a good friend to to be an ideal person but you would always um uh, always try to help them to like as we said earlier to um, go towards an ideal and this is, uh, i would it's a good thing to treat myself the same way like that's something i've i've uh, learned um i don't know the last half half year um to talk to myself uh, the way i would talk to a good friend you know we tend to beat ourselves up for um if we do a little mistake or we fail at something we we beat ourselves up way more than we would beat up a good friend for example if, if a friend of us fails at something and he's like really down we we don't put him down further we we talk to him in a positive way say hey you did that you did that um what can you do better next time and if we learn to talk about that in that way to ourselves it's such a helpful tool and um makes it easier to deal with our own failures and our own like vices um and also i think uh, that's something i thought about recently is um yeah our our flaws our vices i'm not i'm not sure if you can totally get rid of them um and i don't think if that's even the point of it same with eating healthy like you can't eat healthy for half a year and then be healthy for the rest of your life and i think it's the same with the ego for example like i don't think you can get rid of it like it's a constant until you die it's a constant um like constant fight struggle whatever with your ego that you um don't get lost in it or it doesn't consume you i don't think you can get rid of it um I think it's the same with vices. Like you always will have flaws, and don't don't beat yourself up if you if you don't get rid of them. Just um, always try to make uh, like not give in to them or not beat yourself up for it and get better. Well, an interesting psych psychological view maybe would be um, you you are not only you but kind of a set of persons within you 
So that's as well why I feel and it's really interesting, like you say, you talk to yourself because I don't think you, so you don't really talk to yourself, but you are yourself. So the, the kind of the, your consciousness and yeah. you, are, you are talking to the, the other people within you. So maybe there's this one personality that is, you, you could say from the, the times of hunter-gatherers and um, it's all about, um, we don't know whether tomorrow we are going to get eaten. <laughs> so maybe today we should eat as much as we can and um, just have all the gratification we can before it's over. Mm. And you know, by talking to yourself, you can differentiate between these um, people or personalities because um, you can say, okay, now I'm the self and I'm talking directly to this uh, perhaps hunter-gatherer on me. Um, and that way you can distance yourself from these urges. And of course you can't kill them, but um, by not giving them what they want, they get smaller. I, I can't imagine, and you were talking about Jocko Willink, of course he's not perfect um, and nobody is, and I don't think will ever be, but um, by remaining in a state of this discipline, which basically just means you do what you think is right. Um, you, you learn, um, it's, it's going to get easier to do this as yeah. well. For example, when you take a cold shower, it gets easier to eat healthy because you say, okay, I already um, did something good. Now this is not going to be as hard. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really a compound effect. Like, <laughs> as, I, as I said, with, if I get up early, like if I, if I get up when my alarm rings, my whole day is better because somehow I'm like, man, I, I, I already did the first decision um, this day. I, I did it in a good way. It's way easier to, to keep the momentum. Um, and uh, yeah, it, like it's really, a, it, it, is, it is a compound effect. Like, and also if I do something that's not good for me, it doesn't have such a, such a huge impact. Like, let's say if I eat 99% healthy and if I, have a, if I have a cake, it doesn't have such a big impact as if I only eat, ate 50% healthy. And then it's yeah. the same with uh, those kind of things. Of course. And then, and then as well, uh, another aspect is luck. Because, of course, not, not everything is within your control. But the, the things that you can't um, directly influence, of course, they kind of, from your perception, they organize themselves directly to what you do. So maybe you have a really, really bad day, not because you made something wrong, but because terrible things happened. And, um, but because you have these healthy habits and you have a routine, uh, you still are able to kind of fall back on other things. So for example, you get fired from your job. Well, then you still have a family and friends and some financial security and well, your health and things you can fall back on. So your life doesn't fall apart. And that's, that's the kind of dangerous thing because you, if you only have kind of like one pillar that uh, you're, you're yeah. remaining upon, then if this kind of disappears, 
you don't really have anything left. And that's as well the problem. This is kind of this idea of happiness because, well, if the happiness is gone, what do you have left? Yeah, I, I think about like happiness more as of a side product, <laughs> like mm. a side effect, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, um, that's, that's emotion. I feel like yeah. as well, I, I try to, I, I'm currently in the process or I try to get as educated as possible on, well, what actually would be this ideal? Because I believe if we are able to define it exactly what it is, then you can, you have, you know what you are going to, you, you know at least what you want. And so as well, I, I thought a lot about what kind of emotional state is optimal. And it, 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 to me, it seems like not, not as crucial. Um, you, you, of course, you can decide you will be thankful and you will be aggressive in the pursuit of your goals. Um, but otherwise, I, I feel like when I'm happy, I don't really care about it because I, I, rather, I want to feel kind of like engaged in something. It, for example, um, <laughs> I'm kind of like on a protocol with um, where when it comes to the eating um, with a, a small amount of carbohydrate to, uh, for weightlifting purposes. And yeah. I, I used to really enjoy um, such carbs, but now it rather, I feel like, okay, I, I recognize, okay, that's pleasure because your dopamine um, system says that I like it, but it, it isn't really connected to my well-being. So I don't get urges to eat more just because I recognize, um, for example, recording podcasts like this is way more gratifying. Yeah, like that's um, um, the thing is like in the motivation scene, it's always like set a goal and then like do the smart, um, specific, measurable, blah, blah, blah. But most people don't even know what they want. I think what we want in the end is always the emotion. Like if like, for example, money, do we really want the money or do we want the emotion that comes with the money? like uh, the, the security, the freedom we can afford, like the, the things that we can do, but those things, like for example, riding a jet ski, it's also an emotion again, it's fun, it's, it's uh, thrilling. So that's why I um, also put emphasis, emphasis on listening to our bodies because the emotions are basically what we are after. And we- yeah, that, That's um, really interesting. I think there was, yeah. there was experiments with, and I'm, I'm not really sure if this was exactly this, but people that, that couldn't get any gratification from, from food, I think, as a, as a way uh, to improve dieting. And they just literally starved because they weren't eating. <laughs> um, but that's, that's sick. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. But it, it shows like we, why would you do anything if it doesn't have an impact on you? Uh, even the great writer um, Tolstoy um, and it seems like the Russians always have this kind of sense, um, maybe because so many tragic uh, things happen to them that they evolve such a genius. But he has really extensively written on his own experience with this nihilism because he felt like his life had no meaning, even though at the time he was incredibly successful. 
his books were so loved and um, popular, but he still, uh, he even got rid of his guns because he was afraid he was going to shoot himself. Um, mm. Because uh, in a book, Confessions, he, he admitted this, that he didn't really see any, any kind of um, yeah, sense in his life. Like, uh, you mean any purpose or? Yeah, because I, I believe he was, and this was kind of the spirit of his time. It was everything, nobody cared. And yeah, then he had a bestseller and it didn't really matter to him because mm. in the end, um, it, yeah, the question is whether it makes any difference because I think he was smart enough to tell that even though maybe now things for him are really good like this, um, it's not going to going to be. And uh, we, I think we see the same thing now. There's like this popular idea of, um, of course, we know blue pill and red pill, but they're um, then white and black pill, kind of like black mm. pill saying things are so bad, uh, we should just give up and white pill yeah. uh, this kind of hope. And it's, it's the same thing. If you, if you would choose like what you could say, black pill, this kind of nihilism, then yeah, there's no reason to do anything. Yeah, I, I just had a, like a, a new thought, like um, it's, it's not a new, uh, new uh, thing, but uh, for me, I just had a new like idea. Um, why do we do things that are bad for us, like that we know that are bad for us, we still do them. And uh, I think the reason is because like they give an instant pleasure. They are not bad right now. They are bad in the long term. Um, so that's also coming back to what you said with um, with the direction or, or purpose. If, if we don't have any ideal to strive for, we, it's way easier to give into the pleasure right now because we don't have anything to um, follow, like to to get an orientation to say, all right, that's not that's not. Um, if I do that now, that's not the ideal that I'm that I'm striving for. So it's way easier to give in because we don't have any like measurement or, or relation or something to put it up against to see where where we're heading at like if you don't have a navigation system in the car you yeah, don't know where you're driving yeah there, there are a few really really important points so first of all with this navigation um that's why we have society and that's why of course of course you have your inner kind of biology that is telling you what is good for you that's the the only reason we have problem with eating so much food because well our bodies want to survive and they're not um, kind of calibrated to the environment we're in but of course we are able to kind of transcend this uh, and i've said this before like with personalities within you we can control this we could we don't have to but we are able to mm -hmm. um, but the thing is of course that's that's really gratifying if i would now go to the bakery and get something really nice it would for me, it would be um, for the short moment, uh, really beneficial and as well for my body because maybe I don't get food tomorrow, so I need to fast. And that would be a good idea. Um, yeah. But well, we are different environment and we, our bodies haven't really adapted. 
So it's kind of like it's a fight between our uh, thoughts and the way we are wired. Yeah. Or, or the way we, we want or, or the fight between the idea we are striving for and yeah, what you said, like the way we are wired. Yeah, like, and maybe or basically it, the idea is the thoughts. Yeah. And that the thing is, maybe there, there would be a situation where this would be optimal. Imagine you knew you would die tomorrow, then what would you do? And that then for that, this is a really important question, I think, because then you can decide what, what would you do uh, or what should you do right now? One answer would be, well, okay, uh, then let's just get as much gratification as I can. But I mm -hmm. think then, well, your, your, your impact your kind of legacy, of course, outlives you. Uh, it can be good or it can be bad. And what, what I mainly aim to do, because there's a current spirit of our time that I believe is really destructive. And many people right now won't be able to change just because they're kind of so indoctrinated by, by these ideas of... Uh, the pursuit of immediate pleasure um but i i would rather and that's what i'm currently doing writing a book and well having these conversations that may now for many people be not as interesting as um i don't know another cat video but if <laughs> if, I, if i would die tomorrow this conversation would be way more valuable uh, for the future yeah so even though it may be not for me the the ideal the, the highest um, pleasure I could get, um, I think it's still the best thing I can do. That's that's a great way to look at it. Like the um, like taking this podcast for example, those things um, also why they are not why it's easier to do the bad stuff is because the bad stuff doesn't really uh, doesn't really need work like eating some delicious food that's not healthy it doesn't really require any work besides of chewing it um, but like make doing this podcast or doing other stuff that's valuable uh, for yourself for other people in the future it takes work you need to like i don't know if you write a book as you said you, you need to yeah, it takes work you need to sit down you need to focus you need to um like build a concept and all that it, it doesn't come easy it's um and that's also why uh that's also you have to do it first and you get the the benefits the good feelings you get them after so um yeah, and, but and of those course. feelings are way better than than the instant gratification feelings and i think everyone knows that in some way but it's still uh it's still it's not easy to do like and that's why i try to also find like um ways to make it easier like not easier but more doable i would say well kind of uh to to link the pleasure part to the part of doing something right um, yeah yeah in the end it is really like that yeah. like the feeling as you I said think, it, it's so much better yeah like all of course we are we are have unbelievable um advancement in 
just society and technology and everything, but uh, the, the trend towards a, a scientific approach to life with the Enlightenment and modernism, um, it kind of takes away from the religious part, as Nietzsche said, uh, and of course that's, that's quite some time ago, but he already predicted the death of God so that we don't really um, care anymore about the spiritual journey we mm. are on, or um, not really a journey, just the, the path. Um, and I, I think the only way you can, as you said, um, still achieve um, to, to follow this kind of ideal is if you put both things together. So you have to reason to know what you should do and then um, just follow your consciousness in pursuing it because you can't reason that. Your, your brain will not <laughs> support you in that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's a great, like a, a great um, way to wrap it up. Like, yeah, um, thank you very much. This was a really interesting conversation, and I can just uh, urge people to have a look at the content on your site, especially for some really valuable information. What you can do right now, um, and then. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, man. It was the first time I did something like that. I really enjoyed it.